Half a day, and welcome to episode 11 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. If you're listening today, it might be because you're a regular Take Note Live listener on Harvest Family Radio Guam. Now, during that radio program, which is an hour long, we explore the passages of Scripture we'll be discussing in today's podcast, Between Songs. The podcast version gives you an opportunity to hear the entire lesson, no music, in much less time. And it can be really helpful for anyone who missed a portion of the program. If you're not a regular Take Note listener, that's no problem. These are standalone episodes, and we know that they'll be helpful for you as well. Today, we ask you to take note of several passages in Hebrews 1, Philippians 2, 1 John 4, Romans 5, and Acts 4. We want to answer some questions about Jesus today. Why are we constantly talking about him? Why did he come? What does the Bible say about him, and why should it matter to me? Well, several New Testament scriptures will help us with this as we spend time in Hebrews, Philippians, 1 John, Romans, and Acts, answering one question that helps us clarify all the others. Who is he? Well, regular listeners will know that Jesus is the name that crosses our lips more than any other. We call him Christ the Messiah, the Savior, our Lord, the Son of God. We're referring to God with us, the God-man, God-made flesh. These are names, titles, and descriptions of the second person of the Godhead, God who became man to live a sinless life, dying in our place and for our sin, our only way to heaven, the embodiment of truth, and the only provider of eternal life. Even these descriptions, it seems, fall short. So we want to look to the scriptures today, beginning in Hebrews chapter 1, starting in verse 1. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Who is he? The express image of God's person. We call him, based on passages like this, very God. He was with the Father at the very beginning, creating the world. His sacrifice has power to wash away all sins, and he has been given the very highest place of power and of prominence. As one commentator put it, it isn't so much that Jesus brought a message from the Father. He is the message from the Father. The revelation from Jesus himself was unique because not only was it purely God's message, as was the case with every other inspired writer in Scripture, but it was also God's personality through which the message came. What else can we say? Well, let's go to Philippians 2, starting in verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, or he thought it not a thing to be grasped, 
but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Who is he? Well, he is the name which is above every name. And at his name, every knee shall bow from the highest king to the lowest peasant. And every tongue shall confess. And there shall be no doubt that this one, God himself, who came humbly in the form of a servant, even dying a criminal's death, is the highly exalted one, the one who has all power and will have all glory. No confusion will persist about him. The idea that he was just a good teacher will be eliminated forever, and those who call him merely a prophet will be proven liars, and all denials of his deity will cease. Jesus is Lord. But what else? Well, we look to 1 John 4, verses 7 through 11. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Who is he? The only begotten son. The picture of his sacrifice we can see in that Old Testament story. You might know it. It's the story of Abraham when he was asked to sacrifice his son, Isaac. And before the knife could fall and strike his only son, God intervened, sparing the boy, only to offer his own son, that is God, offering his son in the stead of Abraham, in the stead of Isaac, and in the stead of every man, a blood sacrifice sufficient to wash away all sin, proving once again his mercy, his great grace, and his abundant love. He is the son who said, when facing this bitter cup, the crucifixion, not my will, but thine be done. He was obedient to his father, even unto death, that death that gives us life. Well, there's more about him and this in Romans 5, verses 6 through 11. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, and yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, 
but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Who is he? The one who died for us. Not because we were righteous, we were yet sinners. We were at that time his enemies, and yet he died in our place. His was the only blood that could bring justification, that could cleanse us from sin. We're sinners. Sin separates us from a holy God. Sin has to be punished. And were it not for Jesus, we would suffer eternal punishment in hell. But he took the wrath of God that was meant for us. And by his grace, through faith in him alone, we can enjoy reconciliation with God and a home in heaven with him. One more description of him before we close out today from Acts 4, verses 10 through 12. Be it known unto you all, And to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is after the healing of a man. This is the stone which is set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Who is he? The only name by which we must be saved. We're destined for hell apart from God, who's of purer eyes to even look upon sin. And no good work or collection of good works, no matter how large, can save us. No religious organization can grant us entrance. No repetition of religious words or acts can save us. Only faith in him, belief in the only Savior. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John 3.18. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org. You can contact us there at khmg.org. Every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thank you for listening.